All right, Elvira, do you want to intro us? Oh, oh no, I have to do the intro. I'm really unprepared for this. I was too. I got the podcast name wrong. Literally just like, hi, welcome to the podcast. We do OCs and stuff. I'm just going to copy that. <laughs> hi, welcome to check out this guy. Where we'll be checking out uh, my guys today. Uh, of which there are many, but they're, they're kind of hard to see because I forgot to think of them. I'm Elvir. I use they, he, she. I'm Emery. I use they, she, he. Hi, I'm Spike. I use whatever. Yeah, I, I guess I'm going to be talking about my uh, fantasy world that I once made. Uh, because I do, I actually, I do want to talk about it. Yeah. And Heck since yeah. this is like a like a old one, like do we do we have any plans for anything else we want to do with it? Maybe update things a little, maybe Yeah, the thing about it is um it just lives in the back of my brain always. So any guy I make somehow has to fit into this world, which makes Interesting. it a bit of a mess. Uh, mm -hmm. but it's where I keep all my guys. Interesting, interesting. So you, so you know, you've got like a big stable. You keep them in. They're getting lots of enrichment in there. It's my stable. Yeah, it's their <laughs> enrichment cage. For those of us who unfortunately play Genshin, I haven't played it today. I'm so close to quitting. I'm doing so well. This is my teapot where I put my boys, and then I talk to them. I say, "Wow, this is great content." Great. Yeah, we're gonna open the lid on that fucking teapot. Yeah, let's do that. We're gonna be like, hmm, maybe we should clean this. Let's go get the vinegar. <laughs> no? It, it might need a good scrub. So I, I think this is the world that I started making the first time my mom just gave me some paper and said, you go entertain yourself in the corner of the room uh -huh. quietly for a little bit. So they're kind of spread, all my drawings of it are kind of spread over all my old art books and some of them are gone, but that's okay because they were shit. But because I made it as a small child who watched Pokemon and Digimon and other very basic animes, um, it's very, all the regions are, are themed. I have my poison swamp. And I have my um, fire lake. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And I have my wind woods. And it's it's always like an, an <laughs> elemental thing and a place. Yeah, I mean, th this could also be a Souls game. I don't know what that is. They're games with poison swamps, yeah. famously. <laughs> yes. Anything should have a poison swamp. It's a great idea. You can put pink things in it and say, it's not girly, it's poison. Yeah, hmm. that that is definitely Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I would play Dark Souls if only I was good at one-on-one -on -one combat. If mm -hmm. they made a turn-based Dark Souls, I would play the fuck out of that. Oh, hell yes. The other thing about my world that is very important to remember is that there are dragons. If I think it up, there's gonna be dragons in it. Uh, because dragons are one of the best fantasy creatures ever. And that's, that's also the main storyline of my fantasy world. Um, so people hate dragons in my fantasy world, 
Um, because I needed to drama. Well, then they're all fucking fools, because yeah. dragons kick ass. They are fools, yeah. So here's the thing about the dragons in my world. Um, they're kind of weak when they're born. Um, they can't exist on their own. So they need, they need to parasite themselves onto someone in order to survive. Um, so all the cool characters in my fantasy world have bonded with a dragon. That needed him to survive. Elvira, I love this. You've made mm-hmm. Digimon. <laughs> I did, yes. I did, I did tell you I watched Pokemon and Digimon when I came <laughs> up with this. It sounds a little bit more symbiotic, too. It is symbiotic um, because it does give benefits to the human as well. Um, the first time I taught this up, there was, a, there was a small girl who looked a lot like me. What a surprise. Uh, and she hates her town. And on the way home one day, she gets, she, she finds this glowing egg. And when you pick up the egg and you're a good person, the egg hatches and a little, a little dragon snake-like thingy slithers around your arm and is like, this is free real estate. I live mm-hmm. here now. And in the beginning, it's like, it's just a thing on your arm. You're not really... It's it's new. It's you're not really bonding. You're kind of scared because you, you know what it is. Everyone in the world hates it because you are now seen as an abomination because of something that you couldn't decide and your body changed out of your control. Oh boy, I was afraid of puberty as a kid. Oh, wow. <laughs> God, me too. These things keep on happening to us. <laughs> Elvira, this is. This is already just so fucking just deep and rich with queer subtext. I'm loving this. Looking back at it, it, it does explain a lot about me. Um, so you, if you have, if she had the dragon for a little while, the dragon starts to be able to talk. Not out loud. Out loud, it makes horrifying dragon noises. But mentally, you bond and you can understand the horrifying dragon noises while you're in contact at this stage. The dragon is, however, growing and no longer a, a smooth little baby dragon. It, it starts to develop scales, um, which do scar the person that they're bonding with. So the thing that I thought up was that as the dragon grows, it needs to move to different parts of the body to accommodate its own size. And this would leave scars um, upon the human that it's bonded with, leaving the human to have to like cover up their entire body and be super mysterious, which is one of the reasons why people don't trust them. Uh, but actually, the scars are super cool. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, listen, I have a kitten who loves to play fight. Sometimes you have to suffer for your little guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when the dragon gets big enough, it gets wings. And that's when it settles on your back. Because if there's a dragon with wings on your back, mm-hmm. you know what you can do? You can fly. Good job. Hell and that's yeah. Why I have a whole bunch of like weird dragon humans um, in my fantasy world. Because I, at a certain point, you know, you stop aging. Let's be honest on this. In, in the fantasy world, anything, anything goes. Um, if you're with the dragon long enough, you become literally inseparable. And you become one being. Damn, okay. That's my... That's the main thing that went on in this fantasy world when I was a kid. Uh, and I wrote a whole bunch of drama where, like, people would hunt down this girl 
uh, and she'd be imprisoned and she'd meet this really handsome rogue um, that had more eyes than a human should have because that is also a thing that I've been carrying with me for a while. I like characters that have more eyes than any human should. And who could fault you? Mm -hmm. And that's why they're handsome. So this one rakes her out. And then they go on adventures together. Now, I was I was a really stupid kid. Um, and I didn't realize that all the stories had a boy and a girl. Because you're supposed to ship them. They're supposed to be romantically involved. I thought it was just for diversity points. <laughs> like you had to have a boy and a girl on a team, obviously. Yeah. So he was just a handsome guy. And there was never any romance. Because <laughs> I didn't realize that's why he had a point. <laughs> um, but he's uh, he's doing great. He's finally got some more backstory now that I'm older. Uh, I've made him evil. Because uh, if people say something rude about him, uh, and he doesn't tell you what he considers rude, but if he says something rude, he steals an eye and puts it on his own body. As you do. Yeah, and any eye he has stolen, he can see through the other eye as well. So he can always spy on you. Okay, okay. That's, that's, yeah. So my world is filled uh, with little, little tidbits like that. I also mm -hmm. had a lot of animals as a child, which makes it weird that I never made a furry. Um, maybe my dragon people count. Oh, they definitely um, do. I had a lot of fantasy mm -hmm. animals that were just, uh, I smashed two animals together <laughs> and I gave yeah. them a different color scheme. The amount of fish birds I've made and said, wow, this is a great innovative thing. <laughs> but that's, oh God, that's really, it's not really fleshed out, but it's, that's one of the things I'm trying to think through my... Uh, list. I had gods in my world, um, but they were more like absent dads. So I just, I wrote, I came up with an entire fake writing system and then made up fake words um, that meant fake things. And then I would smash together the fake words to make the names of gods. Um, and now that I've looked back at them, they're all stupid things um, that are very much just, I may, I gave every element to God. That's what I did. And I did that mostly so that I could make fairies. And I know exactly when I made these, because one of the fairies looks exactly like Seto Kaki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. Yeah, it's the it's the fairy of wind, um, and she has a lot of money. So I I I have a question. Okay, he, you about, know he, about your gods. Wait, he, here's the thing. Get fire away. Here's the thing, though. If Seto Kaiba found out about this setting, he would uh, uh, definitely start writing fan fiction immediately. Where uh, where you know he 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 has like a blue eyes that makes wings grow on his back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I've never seen a Yu-Gi-Oh! and I know this. <laughs> he would unfortunately also hunt down all the other dragon people so that he's the only mm -hmm, one. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. So when you say that the gods are like absent dads, are, are we talking like 
hey, I'm going to go get a gallon of milk. Yeah, yeah, they um, they <laughs> made they made the world, or they gave people some powers, and then they were like, oh, I'm just I I gotta head over to uh, my workshed and workshop something else, uh, and then just um, never come back. They just really give power to things and to people and say, well, out of my control now. Uh-huh. Very good. Thank you. And now every time I make a new guy, I, they get put somewhere into this little world. Like my uh, poison swamp now has a guy uh, that I made after watching Moda Wazuchi. Wow, I really mispronounced that one. Grandmasters of Demonic Cultivation. This, um, this funky little dude absorbs the souls of people who have drowned. Uh, and the more souls he has in him, the more powerful he is. But also sometimes he vomits up water and that's when he loses a bit of soul power. <laughs> because they, they leave him. So if you punch him in the stomach real bad, he becomes powerless. Great. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that he, he doesn't have a name yet, and he clearly needs some work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, because there's like some some little tweaks that could be made to to the concept of of dude who eats souls specifically of drowned people but he lives in the poison swamp and his favorite hobby is tricking people into drowning because he needs souls why do i have so many evil people in my world because the baddies are fun yeah it's fun they are fun they are fun yeah uh, also i don't specifically state it but any character that i make is probably in some way trans and definitely ace unless i state otherwise oh big same sometimes just for the fun of it i make one gay but yeah yeah all of them are just they have they have to be representations of things that i don't get in media mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so non-binary and ace and and slightly unhinged hell yeah mm -hmm. yeah this is this is why mainstream media just doesn't cut it. You will never get a piece of media ever where every main character is just like assumed to be ace and trans unless otherwise stated. And frankly, that's that's the kind of shit I need in my life. Yeah, that's that's absolute. That's absolutely the best thing ever. Uh, and I don't understand why media doesn't give it to me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. specifically. I'm I'm going to my little art book just to see if I can find any of my other guys. And I had a sort of gnome-like people as well. Um, they were basically rocks with cute ears mm -hmm. and and eyes. And they were they wear t-shirts. Because I didn't know how to draw a chest. <laughs> Much like how none of my characters have hands. They all have their, their arms behind their back. Because I didn't know how to draw hands. That's valid. Mm -hmm. uh, but they... I, I still don't know how. Yeah, I'm still, I still have <laughs> trouble with it. I sometimes draw hands so good that I think um, I should make this my career. And then I look from it from a little further and I say, maybe I shouldn't. 
Hands never get easy. It's fucked up. Yeah, I, I remember I took, like, an intro art class once, and, like, the first thing they did was have us draw hands. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, that's, no, that's that's yeah. not a, that's an advanced assignment. What were they doing? Mm-hmm. That's, that's bullying, actually. I think it was. <laughs> it's like, read out a week, we'll make them draw hands, and we'll see who comes back next week. Th this was in high school. Oh boy. What's <laughs> even worse? You couldn't even quit. Uh, I I volunteered for um, art school as a kid. I went to like on Wednesday afternoons. I would go to the art school and draw art, and then get told that the art that I make wasn't the assignment. Um, it just I just wanted to draw funky little things. I didn't want mm -hmm. to draw. Like a life, a life like football. Um, maybe I should have. Maybe I would have been a better artist if I had actually listened to my art teacher. But I was like, I was, I was, I was seven, and I thought I knew everything. You know. Listen, no, I. I knew how, I knew how shadow worked, and I said I don't need anything <laughs> else in life. And now I don't know that either. Nah, listen, you're good. I also didn't like art class. I also just want to ignore realism and draw cartoony shit. It's what the people want. Yeah, cartoony shit is just fun to draw. Ooh, I found another fun one in my world. I had a doll maker. Ooh. Which was um a little... You know what? I'm pretty sure I drew a boy in a dress for this one. Um, but... <laughs> Let's not overanalyze that one. Um, I had this this vampire period, as we all did. Uh, but I didn't do vampires the way everyone else did, because I had to be different. Um, little boy in a dress. Pale white. Long hair. Like, it's a pink frilly dress. It's super cute. Um, I love it. Uh, they're, in a, they're always in a room. He, they're always in a room and they make little dolls and the, the the room is just filled with these tiny tiny little dolls of different people um and every single one of those dolls is his friend they're all friends of him it's very normal to have a little boy in a room full of non-creepy dolls and there's definitely there's definitely no mind control involved with these little dolls that look exactly like people in my world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so the, the, little, the little boy is alone in the room and he makes dolls at random. But if he manages to make a doll that looks exactly uh, like someone in the world, then he can make that person come to him. Uh and then they have to be friends Damn. Uh, until that person dies. And then the, the process just sort of starts again. What if you made an OC that looks exactly like someone in real life? And when you do, they have to be friends with you. <laughs> hmm. That'd be fucked up, though. That'd be really fucked up. I was about to say I don't have any OCs who are human, but I do now. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that's about it. I, that's all I have for my fantasy worlds. 
It's not a lot. No, that's that's good. That's all good shit. <laughs> so, Elvira, you you have reminded me of the only D and D character that I ever like. One that you made, or or from an actual play? that 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 I made that mm-hmm. that I played. Um, can I can I share this? This will take a few minutes. I would love for you to share it. Okay. So. When I was in college years and years ago, um, uh, I played D&D with a group, and our GM also GM'd another group. Mm-hmm. And that other group was very much uh, only caring about combat, uh, just min-maxing grognards. Oh, I would hate this game. Yuck, power gamers. Ew. Yeah. That that's the word I couldn't remember. Power gamers. So, uh, and and our group was just silly role playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I would love your group. So, the one of the players in the other group kept on asking to be able to play as a dragon character, mm-hmm. and he kept on being told no. And then he did something to tick off the GM. And I was invited to come and join their game for a few weeks. Uh huh. Um, and, and I was specifically tasked with creating mm-hmm. a character who is a gold dragon. Nice. Uh-huh. Um. So I, I I wrote up the character, and I was like, okay, let let's just do this. Um. So. I, I created a um, newborn gold dragon um, who the party found the egg and he hatched and he just uh, flew up and landed on someone's head and went to sleep. <laughs> um, and he named himself Hat. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, perfect. Um... And then, so, I I went to this group for, like, three weeks. Never did anything all session. (laughs) Just, every time I was asked what I was doing, it's like, it was always just like, I'm sleeping, I'm a baby. Great. (laughs) And then, then the party got into some major trouble. uh, And it was gonna be uh, a total party kill. So, um, Hat woke up, uh, polymorphed into an older version of himself, uh, and basically one-shot the entire encounter and then flew off. My work there was done. Nice. I love this. <laughs> Dragons are a little fucked up in D&D, it turns out. It kind of seems like you shouldn't allow them to be player characters unless you're being really silly. I mean, you need a good player for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the point was the point was proven. <laughs> I um, I I remember one time I got super lucky on my rolls for a D and D character. I I was playing a bard in specifically a Wheel of Time uh, campaign, mm-hmm. um, and I I rolled super good. Um, but I don't like combat. So I made my entire character to be completely incapable of fighting. I would only do 
um, like give inspiration to other characters and defense. Mm-hmm. We we love a charisma um, build. And I I didn't tell this to anyone else. Was just I never did any attacks <laughs> ever. <laughs> and I loved playing that. That was a lot of fun. But there were so many people in that campaign that I had to. I I didn't get beated out on its own as well. But I was going insane with how many people were in the call. Whenever we record, it wasn't recorded. Whenever we played, D and D is a bad game, but unfortunately, it is still pretty yeah. fun if you're if you're playing with the right people. True, true. I think one of the most fun uh, RPGs I ever played was, um, if not us, then who? I did a, a really short game because um, it was Mork, Dan, and then another friend of mine who unfortunately is not the best at making appointments Mm -hmm. and would always be like oh i can't tonight Uh, but i love her uh, and i hope she's doing great i'm seeing her in another two months because that's how long it takes for me to meet up with this person Uh, but we'd made a fun little um game where like the pope was hatsune miku and like (laughs) god was metatron and i don't remember who else was part of the big three villains but it was the fact that the pope was hatsune miku is i think one of the most brilliant things we'd ever done because she was evil and she would do tiktok dances with people (laughs) and then then they would be brainwashed wow that's pretty strong we keep on doing fucked up stuff with the pope don't we (laughs) Um, if the Pope was respectable, I wouldn't be doing this. Good point. Mm-hmm. Hatsune Miku made Catholicism. <laughs> uh huh. I would go to church if Hatsune Miku was a pastor. Oh, j- just just imagine like they they set up a a little um, fog machine in the pulpit, and and, and then they just projector there. It, uh, in in the middle of church, I have a very strong mental image of this now. <laughs> I'm 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 also in this mental image. Um, it's so it's so funny. <laughs> I, I, and I've never even I I will admit this. Uh, I've never even heard a Hatsune Miku song. I don't really know what the fandom is about. Who even is Hatsune Miku? It is. I only know it through osmosis, through like mm-hmm. other people that much. Hatsune Miku and uh, Sonic are, are two things that I've never engaged with directly myself. But wow, no, that's a lie because I have seen this one Sonic movie. Uh, but I, I, I didn't used to be into it. But so many people talk about it. You're like, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know what this is. I listened to a little bit of Vocaloid music. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really know too much about Hatsune Miku either. I don't know like what kind of lore there is to uh to that character or any associated characters. I assume it's infinite lore. I think it's the ultimate OC. Mm-hmm. Um because it can be literally anyone and anything. Uh-huh. She she it she does show up in a Super Robot Wars game. Uh huh. Uh huh. Of course she does. Real Hatsune Miku is the friends we made along the way. Is Hatsune Miku a robot? No, she's a hologram. 
Um, but she piloted a giant robot version of okay, herself. Okay, okay. I love Gundam. What were we talking about? <laughs> um, I don't know. We went from my fantasy world to a D&D to Hatsune Miku. Yes. That one's on me. That one's on me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, none of us made Hatsune Miku, unfortunately. Unfortunately. No. Sad. I'm trying to remember if I ever considered putting Hatsune Miku in my interstitial campaign. You should consider it. I feel like it might have crossed my mind, but I didn't have any ideas about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Elvir, uh, do you mind if I put you on the spot a little bit? What would, what would, mm -hmm. what kind, you know, if you were to run a tabletop game in this setting you've just mm -hmm. laid out for us, what would that look like? What form would that take? That's a good question. I think it would be a horror game. I'm really sorry. Hell yeah. Um, about that one, it would be horror. Most of the places I've made are very deadly. Unless you're specifically designed for it. Listen, there's Dragon TF Parasites and Poison Swamp wi Bog Witches and guys who steal your eyeballs. You know, that, you, that sounds like horror would be, uh, would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think, I think the vibes of it would be very much like, um, oh, what's the, um, not Tales from the Loop, the follow-up, um, Things from the Flood. Which was the follow-up to Tales from the Flood, which is um, powered by the Apocalypse system, where you have your archetype, and then you have your uh, basic skills, and then depending on what you can do, you, you, you just add two dice, which is a very easy system, unlike D&D, &D, which requested that I understood how different dice worked and saw the difference between a d12 and a d20 it is impossible to see the difference you don't know yeah i, I don't know and power by the apocalypse is just it's all d6s sure you're rolling 12 of them at a certain point but it's all d6s uh but it would be something like that and story-wise i imagine that it would be very very episodic like you go to a place you get attacked by either the place or something in the place you maybe survive maybe you don't but don't worry there's ghosts in my story so you can move <laughs> on as a ghost or a vampire not a zombie though and zombies are not allowed in my in my world because i don't like zombies i know i just did a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament with a zombie deck but I actually hate zombies. I think they're disgusting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love all yeah. monsters except zombies. So you couldn't play that um, in my campaign. Hell yeah. So we're dealing with like a monster of the week situation. That's cool. Uh, yeah. But no one's allowed to play Buffy. Yeah, you know. Because yeah. you, are, you are allowed to try and seduce the monster of the week. I will give Buffy that seducing spike. <laughs> it's correct. Option. Not, not, not me. Although I will say, sex with robots is more common than you think. Um. Oh, actually, there's no robots in my world. Maybe I should do a little update and somehow get a little professor in there and have him make a little robot. Hmm. Hmm. I have no technology. Oh, it's it's really basic right now. There's 
They're cooking on actual fire. You have your doll guy, our dolls robots. Maybe dolls are the first mecha. (laughs) 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 What if he made a really big doll? I mean, I think there is an anime about that. It probably is. Like, like they they did. I haven't seen it, but I know that they made a frame arms girl um, anime. I don't know what that is. I also don't know what that is. It, it's like little dolls that are also mecha. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, like, like exactly what we said. Or what the girls have turned into airplanes? I think that's a related thing. I, I I just someone once sent me a gif of that I think uh, I I think that's Busoshiki I don't know I, this is also something that someone said to me once and I remembered it because it's kind of funny I feel like I've heard of 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 an anime like that couldn't tell you a thing about it <laughs> including the title yeah. the fact that girls turn into uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh Airplanes, which they don't do in my setting. They turn into dragons, or actually, they they merge with dragons. Either way, is the human the mecha hmm. in my fantasy hmm. world, and is the dragon the pilot? Yes. Hmm. Hold on, the gears are turning in my brain. I'm trying to make a joke about Ratatouille that hasn't been done to yeah, death. <laughs> To make a Ratatouille or um, an, an, an an Evangelion joke, but it's not it's not working out. Uh, I I posted that in the voice text stuff uh, a couple days yeah. ago. Actually, I'll toss it in the host channel too. I clicked on it and it's just I just see Gengar the the one plushie of Gengar that I really want to buy. God, uh-huh. I had more money. Oh yeah, they're they're Rem- they're Remy. Remy will have to pilot a human. I don't do a well, a very well French accent. I'm sorry. No, that sounded perfect. <laughs> I actually do know French. You'd think my French accent would be better. Oh, a thing I didn't mention is that that it was very specific. I don't know why I added that to my dragon people as a child, um, but you know. As who I am now, it makes sense. Um, the dragons had no gender, mm-hmm. and as a consequence of that, merging with a dragon also made it impossible for you to have sex. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> so true. These things shouldn't be related, but it does tell you a lot about me. I can't believe it took me until I was 20 to figure out that I'm in. Yeah. I'll be a- and then like 27 mm-hmm. before I figured out it was non-binary. Like, oh, why am I so sad all the time? <laughs> Gee, maybe any of these fantasy creatures I made would give it away. Elvira, this is so on the nose and I love it. <laughs> the thing about making things for yourself is that they can be extremely on the nose. I didn't. I never understood the hate towards like Mary Sue's or super self-indulgent mm-hmm. fanfic things because I was like, hell yeah, cool. Yeah, it's fun. I wrote a list of fanfics in which I meet Naruto characters. They are incredibly bad. They are super self-indulgent. 
um, looking back at them, they still make me smile. Hell yeah. Honestly, I think I would prefer to read like a bad uh, self-insert Naruto fic than uh, than 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 actual Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I... <laughs> I read Naruto. It was too long. I have nine volumes. I have nine volumes of Naruto mm -hmm. at home. This means that I have just enough volumes to see Harutai. Oh no. Which, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the best characters in Naruto, to be honest. Yeah. Fucking, they made a little guy with, with, with some real interesting gender. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, super gay as well, like, Jesus, how gay is Naruto, actually? Well, if you want to learn how gay Naruto is, I, we have a little podcast <laughs> called We Rate Queerbait. You sure do. I thought you were gonna say never believe it. <laughs> Man. I guess technically I have a Naruto OC. Um, oh. They joined the Akutsuki. Because, <laughs> you know, I only make evil characters. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was obsessed with Daedra um, because he had extra mouths. Yep. It wasn't as good as having extra eyes, um, but y you take what you can get sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously, my self insert then had extra eyes. Look, if you have extra mouths, you can snack and smooch at the same time. Mm. You you got everything all at once. Or you could doubles. You could double snack. That's that is also true. Uh, so fucked up that after Haru, the only fucking gender having character we got was Orochimaru. That's so fucked up. That sucks. That is that is homophobic. It really is. That is transphobic. Although I have to admit, the first time I learned what a binder was was because um, a Naruto cosplayer had had a binder on. I was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll Naruto do was it. Very, it was very gender in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Although it does sound like I dodged a bullet having never seen it. You did. It was, I'm sorry to any of our listeners that actually enjoyed Naruto. Um, it's no, it's not me. Like, like Emery, I know at least uh, knows that. Like, I checked out of pop culture for a number of mm -hmm. years, and that's a good decision. So, like, I do remember that. Like, I went to some sort of convention after that. And just saw all these people with the headbands and was very confused. <laughs> I also own a headband. Or did I give it away? What uh what village is that headband for? Does it have the classic uh scratch through the center? That indicates no, you fucking no, betrayed your village. I think it was Village of Stone, but I don't remember why. <laughs> it's been so long. I'm so old. Okay, so yeah. I'm sorry, I really don't have a lot of OC talk for this. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. No, I enjoyed good. hearing about your setting. Uh, but yeah, do we do we want to start wrapping things up then? Is that all we've got to say? I think so. 
um, I posted the drawings of this setting uh, in uh, I made this a while ago. Mm -hmm. So if mm -hmm. anyone uh, wants to actually see um, these characters and some of the, the little uh, animals that I thought up that go through what looks like a Pokemon evolution, because it is, um, you can see them in, um, in I made this somewhere. You'll have to scroll up and look through all the other cool art. Hell yeah. I'm currently scrolling now. <laughs> I'll just I'll uh, I'll reply to it. Um, yeah. If if this. Oh God, we comes... we had that we had that super long gender board discussion. <laughs> oh, we sure did. <laughs> yeah, if you want to make a gender mood board and then post it on our Discord server, you are one hundred percent allowed to do that. It's super legal. Uh, all right, so do we want to jump into our plugs? Yeah, let's do that. I am actually really tired. <laughs> Same, yeah, I'm running out of steam over here. Mm-hmm. Um, should I go first? Or do we do we do general plugs first? Uh whatever order, you know. Uh I actually don't know the socials for this podcast. We have a co-host. Yeah, it's it's just check out it's check out this guy on co-host in Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, and we have a Discord, which is a lot of fun. Uh, on Friday evenings, Emery does a stream, uh, an art stream. And on Monday evenings, y'all are watching... Um, oh, what is it? What are you watching? It's not Digimon right now. We're watching Kamen Rider Double and Garo. Yes. And, and we're getting into the end game of both. Nice. I really wish I could be awake for them, but unfortunately, I live in a hell time zone. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know whether you would bounce off or really like Garo. <laughs> Garo sure is something, I'll give it that. It, it is absolutely sure is something. <laughs> No, I'm super curious, but I, I, I've now finished my college degree. Congrats! Hell yeah. I haven't actually gotten it yet, so I'm assuming I've finished my college degree, so I have time, so I'm catching up on, like, literally everything. Um, but you can find me in my European business hours, uh, which is, uh, what's it called? Central European time, um, on, at Eruviru on Twitter and matrimcouten.tumblr.com. You can find me on the podcast called We Rate Queer Bait. Previously mentioned, we did an episode on Naruto, and it's our first episode. <laughs> Iconic. Uh, it's the podcast where we explore the blurry line between homie and homo, and just kind of like generally point at a bunch of characters who we think should be gay shipped. Um... So, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, I'm also on Fur Affinity with the username Space Robot. I'm doing art. I'm taking commissions. And you can contact me about commissions uh, on Discord if you know me there or spacerobotart at gmail.com. I'm also on an upcoming audio drama, details forthcoming. 
I'm just on Discord, so good luck. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we all, we talked about the Discord. It's got funny stuff there. Oh yes, it it's a good. lot of a lot of new folks uh joining the Discord lately. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Folks love the fucking yes. OCs. Yeah, and shout out to the little guys they brought into the um I made this channel. Absolutely. Which shows your guys. Which so many cool new guys. Love looking at the guys. Alright, so this podcast is part of the noisespace.xyz network. You can go to noisespace.xyz and find all sorts of neat shows covering a variety of topics, like Yu-Gi-Oh! if you want to hear all about funny Seto Kaiba and how much he loves dragons, or... Mm-hmm. or uh, uh, <laughs> or Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks if you want to hear two people with mouths talk about snacks. I was actually in the um, Cup of Greed Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament this weekend, which is why I'm a little bit more tired than usual. <laughs> Hell yeah. Did I lose? Yes. Was it a great time? Hell yes. Every year when Cup of Greed comes around, I'm like, gosh, I could, I should come up with a dual Sona and mm-hmm. play, but then I remember that I can't be bothered to learn fuck about shit about Yu-Gi-Oh! the game. I mm-hmm. really know how to play. Uh, I just come there to do my bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's fun. Yeah, I, I was sharing my stupid idea for um, for if I ever did mm-hmm. it. But you can tell me your IDs, and I'll play them. <laughs> yeah, I I can tell I can tell you, but I will not say it publicly. Just in case it ever Add happens, me in private, because and then I'll have IDs yeah. for next year. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where it's like I haven't asked to do it because it's something that should not be done. <laughs> that's that's a common theme with things you say, huh? Oh, I've been called out now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that about does it for us. We really don't have an outro yet. Uh-huh. We're we're working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can start throwing things out there. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Um, I'm I'm I I'm in the soup pile looking for boys, looking for guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's more soup. Where, where can I check out a guy? Uh, although, I, I think in our case, um, you'd be looking for you'd be looking for OCs, but all you find is burgers and fries. I I think we should go with do not do not steal. We would never discourage crime. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I I I already stole an OC. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! So I have to condone it. So long and thanks for all the guys. <laughs> Until next time, steal someone's OC. That would be funny. <laughs> hey, be gay, do crimes. <laughs> so true. All right, bye. Then. Bye. We boy, bye. we really need to. We're we're making a mess over here. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> We we made a mess and we're playing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna stop recording now. Alright. <laughs>